The gospel reading for this morning is from Mark's gospel, beginning in the first chapter at the 40th verse. And Mark wrote these things. A leper came to Jesus, begging on his knees, If you want to, you can cleanse me. And deeply moved, Jesus put out his hand, touched him, and said, I want to be clean. And then and there the leprosy was gone his skin smooth and healthy, and Jesus dismissed him with strict orders. Say nothing to anyone. Take the offering for cleansing that Moses prescribed and present yourself to the priest. This will validate your healing to the people. But as soon as the man was out of earshot, he told everyone he met what had happened, spreading the news all over town. So Jesus kept to out-of-the-way places, no longer able to move freely in and out of the city. But people found him and came from all over. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? Open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds, O God of surprises. Teach us to meet each new turn in the road with wonder and give us the courage to bridge divides, to stretch out our hands to one another and to follow wherever you lead us. Bless us today with the certainty that we are never alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. How many of you have been on an airplane this past week? One. Okay. Anyone here been on a subway or a train? Bus? Wow. I thought this would be easier than this. How about this? How many had to enter a public building and either pull or push a door open? All right. This is getting better. Let me try this one. Anyone recently ridden an elevator or taken a stairway and held the handrail? Awesome. I think we just about got everyone. Push a grocery cart? All right. I think that did it. Some of you more than once. Now, all of these actions, just normal, everyday living stuff, have put you up close and personal with dirt, germs, microbes, bacteria, or the stuff that might really get you sick. And you know, before folks figured out that it was bacteria and viruses that spread disease, getting sick was really scary. Who got sick, why they got sick, how they got well, why they got well, or didn't, it was all really a mystery. And the only way to really try not to get sick was isolation. Now today we practice it by keeping the kids home from school or keeping ourselves home from work. We also isolate ourselves through the use of chemicals. Like how many of you here have a pack of antibacterial wipes in your pocket or your purse? Wow. You guys aren't scared of anything. (laughs) If you have a little bottle of Purell on you, that counts too. All right, good. So we do have some folks that are isolationists. 
You know, people thought that the man in today's scripture reading was contagious. And that's why they treated him the way that they did. He was a leper. And as a leper, he was a very sick man. You know, leprosy is one of the few diseases that's specifically mentioned in the Bible. And the word literally means scaly or rough. And scholars have believed it referred to skin diseases like psoriasis, acne, boils, all those things on top of actual leprosy. And the fear of contagion would have made people reluctant to have any contact with anything which may have caused them to suffer or to be excluded from society. One was specifically prohibited by scripture from even touching a leper. Now, if one had leprosy, there were rules that excluded the leper from public gatherings and religious gatherings. And because of this disease, this poor man had been judged unfit for contact with other human beings. He was unclean. He'd been allowed no contact with clean people. But when this man encountered Jesus, he saw a possibility for deliverance. He was filled with hope. And groveling, kneeling before Jesus, he just begs, If you will, you can make me clean. And what was the response of Jesus? He reached out his hand and touched him and said, I want to be clean. And even though the law said that lepers were not to be touched, even though by touching him, Jesus was now unclean, there was something about this man that instantly moved him to help. Because you see, when the leper cried out for help, he was really crying out for more than healing. He was crying out to be received back into human community. He was pleading for a chance to be fully human again. So this morning, I just want to ask you about all the rough and scaly people we cast out from our own circles of acceptance. You know, those we avoid any contact with. I'm quite certain looking around here and knowing some of you as I do, that most of us even have some rough and scaly relatives. Folks right inside our own families that we would want to avoid contact with. So I ask you this morning, go ahead and make two lists in your head. List one is rough and scaly people that I choose to avoid, and list two is the rough and scaly people that I believe that the church should avoid. Now, the text says that Jesus was deeply moved. Some read pity, some read anger. The word in Greek actually means anger. And I really happen to like them both, and I think we should preserve the choice. Because I can picture Jesus feeling pity for the rough and scaly person right in front of him and anger at the society that had forced him to the margins. Perhaps it's a great story today for those of us that claim to be followers of Jesus. Can we be prophetically angry at structures and systems 
that crush people in groups and still keep our hearts wide open for the sufferers. So Jesus restores this man back into contact with all of humanity. And he tells the man to go and show himself to the priests. And the man is to go and witness to the religious authorities that new life has overcome the position of death. That there is a power available that is loose in this world and that this power is in the person of Jesus. And he was to do right by the law of Moses. He was to go and show himself to the priests even before he went back home, back to his family. And then Jesus told him, told him to tell no one else. But the man failed to obey Jesus. And perhaps to some of you that seems downright ungrateful. Because Jesus had just healed his leprosy. And all that Jesus asked was that he should just keep it to himself. But he could not keep it to himself. He had to go out and shout to everybody what Jesus had done for him. He was so grateful, so excited. Can you blame him? He's now free, free, free. That's just six verses of scripture. And it's packed with so much application for us. And I really hope that you heard this story today in three ways. First, know this. That Jesus healed people who found themselves in some really bad spots. In this story, we hear of a man, a very real man, who had a very real condition and he was really healed. And that's big. That's huge. Jesus encountered this man, and this man encountered Jesus, and out of that encounter, something incredible and holy and positive happened. Second, you can also look at this as a parable. The story could be told of the temple, the Hebrew nation, that at the time of Jesus is so bad off, so far removed from what they're supposed to be, that they are leprous. But not that far gone, that something can't be done about it. If they realize the time of their visitation and turn to Jesus, and Jesus so chooses, all of that could be made clean again. And finally, folks, there's always, always a personal part to these stories. They aren't just about structures and systems. They're about you and me. They're about personal encounters. But not just personal encounters that happened years ago. They're about personal encounters today. Did you ever notice that many people healed in the gospel stories go unnamed? They're nameless. They're every man and every woman. And I would suggest to you today that you should read this story seeing yourself as the leper that comes to Jesus, whose plea moves Jesus to the core of his being, and then leave the encounter with Jesus completely changed. One final point. 
hear this going into Valentine's Day. Love always, always costs us something. You know, we really don't know why Jesus asked the man to be silent. This whole messianic secret thing in Mark. But just maybe it was because he knew it would make life difficult for him. Difficult to walk and talk and preach and heal freely. Whatever the reason, whatever the risk, he nevertheless heals regardless of the cost. And he, in essence, trades places with this man. He restored a broken man to health and wholeness. He restored him for life to human community. And as a result, Jesus became a marked man, a lonely man, eventually a dead man. Jesus sacrificed his personal freedom in order to care for someone else. Love costs. Ask any grandparent, any parent, any lover, any friend. Yet I want to tell you this morning that this is what we find in God. And I believe that kind of example of love is what Jesus expects of us. To God be the glory. Amen.